Welcome to the Is This Enough feed. David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney also you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube starting with mini episode 4 Welcome to episode 6 of Is This Enough, the really brilliant game show that's brilliant and excellent. We hope you will play along with the quiz rounds whilst you listen. You can send your scores and audience rounds answers to isthisenoughpodcasting at gmail.com. Please also follow Is This Enough Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. And please leave a like and a great review on your chosen podcast app. A quick plug for my Edinburgh show, me being David Hoare. Uh, you can come see my show One Billion Songs, please, at the Edinburgh Fringe between the 4th and the 27th of August, not 15th. Uh, I'm on at 2.30 at the Hill Street Theatre. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful show. It's a musical comedy show. Uh, I've been working very hard on it. I'd love for you to come and see it. I hope you enjoy episode six of Is This Enough? Is This Enough? With James O'Donoghue and David Hall. I have repressed record. I just pressed arm track. I have now pressed the record on them. Um, Carry on slagging people off. Gaze into the face of a fully armed and operational track unable to... <laughs> I think you'll find this track is fully operational. <laughs> Oh, I think you'll find that your friends are enjoying a lovely podcast when they arrive. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Is This Enough? The only podcast you're allowed to listen to since the court mandate. I'm James O'Donoghue, a true gentleman. With me is David Hoare, a dirty scoundrel. Uh, we're both comedians, and every week we make up four rounds for each other to play, and then we package that as a game show. We also generate a lot of heat. Neither of us knows <laughs> what the other one is going to ask. David, yep. how are you? I'm doing okay, thank you very much. And how is your ankle doing? Uh, My ankle's been playing up, but I haven't told you about that, so that's weird. That's fucked, mate. <laughs> that's very weird. That's really fucked. I've sprained both my ankles in my lifetime. Uh, I sprained one of them falling off a curb after completing a centurion which is 50 shots of beer in 50 minutes. No, 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes. Uh, and I sprained the other one whilst jumping up and down to the song Sugar by System of a Down. Well, David, you've just won yourself 50 points. <sighs> bonus now there points. is bonus <laughs> points. Remember, points mean nothing. There is all to play for this week because, of course, there is a grand prize. There is also all to play for because there is, of course, a grand forfeit there is an audience round where you at home could join in and potentially win some bespoke artwork by yours truly. That's me. My name is yours truly. I'm <laughs> Scandinavian. You could win some art. It could be with you forever, like permo crabs. So, without further ado, David, could you serve us a hot slice of the content pie? Round one. Round one. 
Hello, James. Round one is called General Nomledge. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, <laughs> according to the website space.com, <laughs> which of these foods is in the top ten list of foods eaten in space? Oh, this my 25 God. points per question. How do you feel about space, James? Uh, do you know that for a while I was in regular contact with a chunk of the moon? Question number one. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, this was uh, this was during a point where I was rehearsing for a play called Blood Wedding, in which I was playing a character called The Moon, uh, directed by Ben Naylor. There are some fantastic photos available, uh, photographed by Cam Hall. Go and check them out. Uh, so mm. I played The Moon in Lorca's play Blood Wedding. Uh, during that time, I was also a cleaner for weekends for early morning at the Science Museum. Um, and uh, I would go in wow. early mornings, clean the entire museum, and then uh, mop shit for the rest of the day. Um, mm. And then I would go back to work off my break. <laughs> the joke there was that I was mopping shit on my break. It's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I was uh, in the Science Museum in London, in Kensington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a, a little chunk of the moon. And I was there looking at it, trying to get into character. Genuinely, because being an actor is fucking dumb. It's good, though. I am available. You're very, very good at it as well. So, uh, book James for your film or TV show or play or advert or, I don't know, Radio drama, furry pornography. You know. Oh, you know what? Absolutely. <laughs> Although my agent will have to take a cut of that, and maybe some money too. <laughs> no, do a quiz. Uh, my, anyway, my um, agent is. I've not got five furry. bits of food, and uh, you need to tell me whether they're in Space.com's top ten list of foods eaten in space. Number okay, one: freeze-dried ice cream. The term freeze-dried makes me think it's space. But then I'm also wondering, how would you freeze-dry ice cream? Because surely surely the freezing part of freeze-dried ice cream is perfunctory. Uh, So really, this is just dried ice cream. But having tried to dry ice cream in the past, that just makes it soup. Oh, David, I'm in a quandary. I'm going to say... It's perfunctory the band that (laughs) George Clinton started. I know that reference, David. <laughs> I'm having a good time with that. What the f- oh, George Clinton I was the lead, sing- lead singer of Parliament and Funkadelic. Anyway, what does perfunctory mean? Perf- that, was, that was good. That was a good joke. Thanks. Uh, I, I um, make jokes. Please book me for your furry porn. Cool, yeah. An action <laughs> carried out without real interest, feeling or effort. Fair. Do you think that ice cream, freeze-dried ice creams in space.com's top ten list of <laughs> foods eaten in space? David, I do believe that. I believe it with all my heart. You know what? I'm going to go to space right now, and I'm going to eat some ice cream and go, mmm, dry. Mmm, this should be in my top ten. Correct! You've got yourself a 25 points. Congratulations. 25 big ones! Mmm. Question Mom? number two is space ram soup. In space.com's top ten list of foods eaten in space. Space, space ram, ram soup. soup. Space ram so, soup. I'm guessing this is uh, 
Earth Ram that they've taken to space, not Space Ram. No clues are on offer here. No clues on offer. Tisk tisk. What a mean little man. Um, <laughs> that is, of course, a joke because David is very tall, and it is a struggle for him. But I still am quite mean. But he is still quite mean. Horrid, in fact. He's whipping an orphan as we speak, David. Mm. I don't think that Space Ram soup is uh, is a food. I think it's an album. You think the Space Ram soup is an album? Which I've gone. I'm a Trixie Trickster, and I'm going to fool James O'Donoghue. Yes, I believe you have. Well, then you're a fucking idiot because it was actually in Space.com's <laughs> list of top ten oh. foods eaten in space. Um, yeah, sorry. That's uh, a spacey meatball. Mm. Question number three. Do you think that flumps are in space.com's top ten list of foods eaten in space? What would flumps do in a vacuum? Well, of course, they're not <laughs> in a vacuum in the shuttle. Otherwise, that would just be... We sent these people into space. They're all dead. What would <laughs> what would flumps do in a vacuum? Quick, get James Dyson on the phone. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would a flump do... With no gravity, though. <laughs> is gravity the thing that's keeping it together? Oh, well, it's buoyancy. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is it that the correct word for a marshmallow? Is this... Hey, no looking stuff up. I can see I'm you not, with your uh, phone. Sorry. I've been contacted via Indeed for someone asking if I want to be involved in bin management. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, been there, done that. Yes, I'll accept the job. Yes, I, I will. I need to pay my rent. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you can see me upcoming in the National Theatre's On the Bins by <laughs> And Jay... On the Bins, James O'Donoghue. And then you're just like... <laughs> uh, it'd be like, uh, yeah, thank you. I'm wearing the headphones. Um, no, that's cans. Oh, dear. So, uh, flumps. <laughs> yeah, flumps. <laughs> Flumps are space food. Flumps in space! You're wrong, James O'Donoghue. Oh very, my very god. Sorry. Oh my god. Question number four. Is antimatter listed in space.com's top ten list of food eaten in space? David, you should not eat antimatter. You shouldn't do it. If you do it, and that comes into contact with actual matter, that's a bad day for you. Mmm. Mm. So, so you're saying no? I'd say no, because it's too spicy. Okay, well, you're wrong, because... <laughs> he looks so sad. Um, apparently, antimatter is an energy drink and the chosen energy drink of astronauts. Oh, no. I've been, you've been... I've been foist. <laughs> you've been punked. You've been flumped. Um... I saw a clip from You've Been Punked the other day. Horrible. Yeah, it's bullying. It's a bullying yeah, it's joke grim. for bullies. It's like, oh, you think we're going to make someone think that they've murdered someone? No, it's bad. <laughs> the early noughties was a wild time. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I've got low tolerance for prank stuff just because some of it is just, oh, you've been mean to that guy. Yeah, I much prefer, like, mild trickstering to pranks. Yes. I like a little, a little elf man has tricked you into bestowing to him your firstborn child. That's the kind of pranks I can get behind. <laughs> so you don't want to watch Punked, but you do want to watch Rumpled. You've been rumped. <laughs> You've been rumped. 
Punctual stiltskins. Punctual stiltskins. Mm. Okay, last one. Question number five. Were Rustler's Burgers in Space.com's top ten list of foods eaten in space? Rustler's Burgers. They're not mm. Rustler's, they're Terry's. <laughs> Rustler's Bloody Burgers. I tell you what, David, I don't think they I don't think they would have made escape velocity. Correct, because wrestlers' burgers aren't food. At the end of that round, you've got 50 points! 50 big ones! Oh, bow, 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 bow. Hooray! Well done, me. And now over to me, David. <laughs> round two. Welcome to Columnists or a Load of Pists. Are these real columns in newspapers written by the chattering commentariat, or are these from the dark swirls of word cloud from deep in the recesses of my brain? <laughs> I'm going to read out some titles for some columns, as well as the newspaper and the person who wrote them, and you're going to tell me if they are real columns or not real columns. For those right. of you at home, David just sniffed his forearm. I was, I was disguising a burp. Oh, I thought you were going. I, I disguised got... it so well that you thought I was being really fucking weird. <laughs> you ever yeah. Do you ever kiss your own arm? Hell yeah! That's good, isn't it? It's a nice thing to do. Give it a little, you know. Go on, flex the a... guns. <laughs> um... <laughs> I French kiss my arms. Hey, call a vet because these swans are sick. <laughs> call another vet. Because they're dead now. They're dead. <laughs> How many points is this? Burger? This is for 33 points each. Lovely stuff. David, Hi is, this, is this a real column? I took my children to the playground without my phone, and it was a revelation. This is from The Guardian by Emma Brocks. Yes. Uh, David, of course. What, what we're discovering is that uh, young people are now discovering what we used to do by going ho 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 I tried to do a thing without using modern convenience can you guess what it was like and people over the age of like 30 are like yeah I remember that that was indeed true that was a real a real bloody thing I'll tell you what I'll tell you what that's a real column I'll tell you, they'll, they'll pay these bozos anything to write them mm. eh? she couldn't write on her phone because she didn't have it with her no. I saw somebody mention the fact that uh, Gen Z were doing competition, like a, a challenge to see if you could write your own name without taking your pen off the piece of paper. And somebody else just appeared and went, well done, Gen Z. You've discovered cursive. You know how they mime uh, what like Gen Z and Gen Alpha do for miming taking a photo? What do they do? You know, with, with us, we'll, we'll like have this like, is good for a, a fake purely, purely audio medium. <laughs> Uh, we'll have like a fake camera yes. that we've not used for ages. Sure. Unless you're my friend Liam, who got really into photography just before lockdown. Well done, mate. Uh, so we'll have like <laughs> hold a big camera and be like, ding, there we go. What the young people do now is pretend yes. to hold a phone. Yeah. Pretend to hold a phone and go, duh. And there we go. Mm. They also, when they mime being on the phone, they don't use a kind of banana-shaped thing like you do with your thumb and finger out. They just hold their 
hand flat like you would to your no, head. Do you know when they're because... miming being on the phone, they don't stand at the wall and dial the number in the rotary. <laughs> and say, Hello, operator, connect me to three one two two Evergreen Terrace. The thing that infuriates me about it is that they're living their life based on their experiences and they're not taking me and my feelings into account. It annoys me. That's infuriating. They can ask for a biscuit without having to whack weevils out of it. (laughs) How awful. They don't even hire a weevil whacker these days. Anyway, what's question In fact, that's one of the columns I've got here. The youth of today don't even whack weevils. How are we meant to look China in the eye? <laughs> How are we weevils supposed to get whacked? Um, give me another one. Oh, these weevils are getting whacked. What <laughs> lamb... <laughs> Carry on. What lambing taught me about a progressive alliance between the Liberal Democrats and the Green Party? This was in The Independent by Ed Davey. It's so real, but it could be horseshit or lamb or shit. lamb shit. I'm gonna say it's real. Ah, oh, David, I'm sorry, I've done a trick on you. Ah, oh, you trickster. Ah, oh, bloody tricked you again. I've didn't been I? punked. <laughs> you got punked, David. Yeah. Is this a real thing? I keep saying. I've realised listening back to these. I say your name before every question. Please continue. It makes David. me feel very validated. I've also, since we've started doing this podcast, my accent has started to shift slightly, slightly into kind of uh, a Hertfordshire flatness. Um, and that, Is that what you think I sound like? And that, well, that, happened, <laughs> uh, that happened when we were both in Bristol and I was doing the bit with Donald Trump doing Blade Runner and Blade mm-hmm. Runner ended up being Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. And I am a travesty and I sound like one. Continue. No, it's it's... I am fascinated by accents, and they're all wonderful in their own way. But you sound like a fucking clown. <laughs> Give me another one. Uh, this is uh, this is how Labour can win back Scotland with hot singles in their area. In the mirror by Brian Folk. I think that's real. That is real. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. I'm elated. Uh, why are all the painkillers so woke? That's in the Telegraph by Brian Volk. <laughs> you made that up. <laughs> oh, David, I'm sorry. That's true. What? You can read it yourself. Oh, I can't read. Okay, fair enough. David. Yeah. 10.30, 11.22, 1.15, 9.06. That was in the Times. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to be real more than anything, but I also want points. So, no, that's fake. That's true, David. What? No, it's true. Those are all times. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> is AI maybe too sexy? That is in The Economist by you and very clever. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's real. Oh, David, it's false. <laughs> of course it is. They don't have any doubt in their minds. And Wait, finally, that's real? <laughs> no, it's false. Oh, it's, it's false. not real. Oh, sorry. So, David, finally, yeah. maybe some war crimes, please? That was in The Observer by Tony Blair. <laughs> no. 
No, of course not. Of course not. Because he never feels the need to ask. David, at the end of that, you have bloody got yourself 149 points. So you're on 149 points. And I am on 50. 50 points. Got some catching up to do. Mmm, over to me. Round three. James? Yes. Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy, James, James. Oh, here we go. That was a burp, not a slur. Um, (laughs) James, uh, stag do or stag don't? Are these things I've done on a stag do? This is for a hundred points a question. James, have you ever been on a stag do? Uh, I've been on two. Oh, um, what did you do on the stag do's? Uh, both times I did an escape room. <laughs> what a metaphor for marriage. So Ooh, I'm going you to. You can't say that anymore. No, no, my wife. I'm not saying that she is a converted office space into a low rent amusement for uh, men in their 30s that don't know how to have fun. <laughs> However, there's always plenty of unemployed actors in her. Now, <laughs> I'm not saying that cooperation is the only way out of this, but we did do escape rooms. Uh, okay, uh, here is number one of list of things I may or may not have done on a stag do. Number one, uh, did I appear in photos with families with small children with the groom whilst the groom was in a giant inflatable penis outfit? That seems like the kind of tomfoolery that you can only get on a on a stag do somewhere like at Bournemouth. Mm. A fun stag do in Bournemouth. It was actually a stag do at Shambhala Music Festival. The Music Festival? The Music Festival. Or it's kind of more of a, an occasion where some people aren't off their face. Shambhala some is, is... people are wearing clothes. Shambhala is is where uh, music festival performers go for their festival. Yes. I, uh, actually, I don't want to say anything incriminating. Just go to Shambhala. It's wild and fun. And go before you turn 30. But you will need to be be quite a liberal. Oh, sorry? Tankus the Henge will be there. Tankus the Henge will be there. Uh, And you'll have a good time. Um, I did a Kate Bush uh, flash mob. It was great. I did lots of things. But yeah, the, the, the groom, uh, we all kind of went for this stag and the groom was wearing a giant inflatable, inflatable penis outfit that we all thought was like, Wee! and then basically kids just kept on running up to him and going, can we have a photo with you, please? Like, <laughs> all day. Like it took us twice as long to get anywhere because, and you turn around and you just see this giant inflatable penis just with like a bunch of kids and families around him. Question number two. Did I watch my brother-in-law crash his go-kart into the best man breaking his legs before the wedding? On a snag do. Yes, that's quite specific. Mm, no, I didn't. I made that one up. I did go oh. go-karting with my brother-in-law for his snag do. I also got uh, sunburnt on Frinton Beach, which is statistically impossible, but I nearly got sunstroke. Make sure you reapply. Um, we went go-karting and he just was 
uh, complaining about how he got stitched up because he always complains that he loses in a game. I think you're wonderful and I love you if you're listening to this. Uh, did I, question number three, on a stag do, force the groom's dad to go down a playground slide to prove he was a proper lad? Well, that's how we met. So <laughs> I am assuming yes. I did, yes. That is correct. That is, uh, you're on 200 points for this round now. Which, I, you know, I'm proud of you. Um, yeah, uh, we went past... We went around Hackney Wick. There was a few bars there, and there's a nice little kids' park nearby that we kept on going past because we were going to and from a bunch of different bars. And like on the third or fourth time passing it, I was like, "We need to go down that slide." And Neil, you're going down the slide. And he's like, "I'm not going down the slide." I'm like, "Come on, Neil, be a proper lad, come on!" And then I've got hey. a really great video of him doing it, and all the rest of the people on the stag being like, "Hooray!" <laughs> Good old Neil. Good I never doubted you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, question number four: Have I, on a stag do, ever gone to a strip club? No. Correct. I have never been to a strip club on a stag do. Just every other day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> See you at Christmas, girls. <laughs> uh, and question number five: Have I, on a stag do, ever been a reasonably reasonable? functioning member of society no david because you're not even that when you're not on a stag day correct i've never been a functioning member of society wow you got four out of five there i'm really impressed that puts you on 450 points over to you james lee god (laughs) is this enough I'm here with Jim Carrey. Jim, ever since you started to embrace the neo-fascist movement, people have been asking, why? Why now? What are you doing? Jim, could you uh, explain that in maybe two words? All righty them. Round four. David, yeah. this round is called... Oh, before I go into this round, I should introduce the element of Jeopardy for this Mm. week. Because what do points mean? Jeopardy! Jeopardy. The prizes for this week. The prize for this week, (laughs) for the winner, is another round of Pfizer. (laughs) The forfeit for the loser is another round of Moderna. So there's all to play for. I got Moderna three times. Moderna for life, baby. I'm happy to lose. Let's do it. I I think I had both. <laughs> you know, and it gets to the point where they can just swap them around. Yeah, the on the yeah. third one you could have different, and everyone's like, you should have different because blah 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 blah. Heard it on the radio, and then I didn't, uh, and all the people there were like, yes, yeah, fine. What was yeah. the other one? It was Pfizer. It's Moderna. Pfizer, Moderna, Betamax. <laughs> Uh, it, was, it was the one that all the old ladies and people who got it in the like uh, January had. Um, Remembering the locked was it? Was it the bio? No. Remembering lockdown is a very odd experience. What were the vaccines? Almost the vaccines as odd as B 
being in lockdown is trying to remember lockdown and being like, oh yeah, we did that, and that's weird. By the what way, James, vaccines are there for COVID? GSK, GlaxoSmithKline, uh, Moderna, Pfizer, Nova, uh, Novavax. There was another one that's not those. David was thinking of AstraZeneca. Between them, they never remembered its name. This is a fun robot voice. A woo-ah-hoo. A woo-ah-hoo. Plums. Ball bags. As we say in the robot text-to-speech world. Bob Iger. Whatever. Uh, James, how did you get on with your prize last week uh, of a, a, a thousand carrier pigeons? I tell you what, David. We overthrew the government of Malta. It was the coup <laughs> of a sanctuary. <laughs> James looks more pleased with themselves than I've ever seen them be more pleased with themselves. Um, David, I, how did you get along with all them fucking wasps up in A thousand wasps. Well, uh, let me tell you, <laughs> the one thing they don't tell you about wasps is they procreate quickly. So I Whoa. now have 10,000 wasps. Hooray! Yeah! And I'm going to re-establish Malt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> With my wasp government. Wasps. David, this is round four. Which is Ooh. called, could I put my MA into good use, please? With some songs, I've turned it to different genres of theatre, maybe, if that's okay. I've taken three popular tunes, mm-hmm. and I have transformed them into different genres of theatre. Maybe a dramatic monologue, maybe, from a play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're going to guess what the original is by me reading out what I've done to it. Each one of these is worth... 66 points. <gasps> so, for the love of Christ, help me out here. So help me God. Number one. In trough, the stretch of years doth proceed apace. Consumed by decree, so I flee with haste. I must now become Epicurean. The mind expands, but shrinks the cranium. With so much to do, with so much to see, must I not take a scenic route, prithee? Mysteries abound if you do not attend. Phosphorus shan't pour if you do not mend. That would be the second best Smash Mouth song, All Star. Whoa, that's some Smash Mouth opinions here. Walking on the Sun is just infinitely better than All Star. All Star is a fun song. Smash Mouth are a bit weird, but do 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 do. Do, 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 do. It ain't no joke. Come on. Well, that's a much better song. Uh, so that was, of my course, opinion. that was, of course, Shakespeare's All Star. <laughs> a play of five acts. And now, in the restoration comedy period of William Witchley, here is another one. Five, five, five. It is rumoured amongst the revellers and ricks that you are courting a person of statuesque beauty. Yet, it is true that though you pro- uh, provocate, there is no act. Madam, why procrastinate? You must have... Uh, you have much in your possession, but your frivolous ways shall lead to your name being scrubbed from the annals of history, and this undoing shall be all because of you and you alone. <laughs> This is infuriating because I feel like it's... Can you go again? And I really feel like I was there and then I was like, God. Okay, picture the scene. It's a scullery room. No, it's not a scullery room. 
Uh, pictures say it is a city apartment in uh, Covent Garden by the by the piazza. Mm-hmm. Lord Fotheringham <laughs> has just arrived uh, to see his young uh, friend and acquaintance, Madame Chanteloose. No. <laughs> Fie, fie, fie! It is rumoured amongst the revellers and rakes that you are courting a person of a statuesque beauty. Yet, is it true that though you provocate, there is no act? Madame, why procrastinate? You have much in your possession, but your frivolous ways shall lead to your name being scrubbed from the annals of history, and this undoing shall be because of you, and you alone. I really want to get this... Everyone around, everybody knows. Is it everybody? Is something like everybody knows or something? I'm assuming. Uh, is it everybody knows that Badger loves mashed potato? Is that what it was? It's it's not. This okay. this is gonna be of a genre that you will be surprised. I, you'll you'll just you'll be surprised that this was. Out is it of Gold Digger? Breath. No. Okay. No. Why is it? I feel really annoyed. This that is, of course, two one two by Azalea Banks. Oh, okay. I've no idea. Then that's fine. Good. Uh, this is one of the best rounds you've ever made. Continue. <laughs> uh, final one from this round. Yeah. In the uh, stylings, the the postmodern stylings of Samuel Beckett. Strangers. See how they wait. Search through the shadows. Street lights. Dum, dum. People. They hide out in the night. Is it I Kissed a Girl and I Liked It by Katy Perry? (laughs) No, that would be this. I kissed a woman once. Sandra! (laughs) I like Samuel Beckett. He's good. That's my hot take. Very hot take there. Big, big hot take there. Big swings from James O'Donoghue today. Big dick swings from (laughs) O'Donoghue. I once uh, tried to read all his dramatic works uh, because I wanted to boast about it. And then I got halfway through and I thought, he's a gotten weird. (laughs) Great. Because he starts off with waiting for Godot. That's weird. And then he just gets weirder. And you go, Mm -hmm. by the end of it, you're like, these are just blots on a page. And I meant to act in that, am I? You mad... (laughs) Sorry, um, I did a naughty word. <laughs> we got feedback recently that uh, we say the c word too much, and I reckon that instead of we, that just means me. <laughs> so I've got to which I should say, I'm um, sorry. I'm sure. Was that fine. a pint of squash or a particularly cloudy ale? <laughs> David's on the. Uh, David's having a lovely pint from one of Bristol's many local breweries. It's it's just some squash. Um, I really like squash. It's very good. I'll tell you what. The way I like it. 
I think I've drunk got- squash every day other than with the days we didn't have it in my house. Squash and crisps have been more loyal to me and I to them than any other like being in the world. I tell you what, I'm not a squash guy, but I was at my friend's house and we got very drunk and it was very hot and I got dehydrated. And I had mm-hmm. some squash and I thought, this is sick! It's great, I have it every day. I have it Imagine water. Day. And I find, nice. and I, it's in my set, I find double strength squash annoying because it doesn't say it largely enough on the bottle so I'll just pour squash over and it'll be like I'll pour the amount you're supposed to pour for normal strength squash and then I'll get fucking diabetes and I don't want diabetes um kissing a stranger at night okay you want it again yeah strangers see how they wait search through the shadows Street lights. There are people out there hiding in the night. It's so powerful. I have no idea. And my brain is like melting and going a million miles a second at the same time. It's like, and I can't. I, is it? I think we're alone now by Tiffany. <laughs> it is not. Damn it! Is, not. is that your is that your final guess? Mm. Strangers searching in the night. Strangers out there, lurking. Is it mm. bananas in pajamas theme tune? Bananas no. in pajamas. So what is it? It's not. It's you. I. You. You. you, you. What? Am I nearly there? But no, you're not nearly there with bananas and pajamas. But you've been. You've been guessing some ballads, and it's it's a ballad. It's a ballad. Uh, is it? It's all coming back to me now. Bye, no. Celine Dion. Damn it. No. Is, is it? You look beautiful tonight. Oh, is it Lady in Red? It's not Lady in Red. It's not. What is it? Strangers. Let's see how they wait. Shadows. Search through the shadows. Ah, oh, David. What is it? It's Don't Stop Believing by Journey. <laughs> I have two things. Firstly, I'm furious. And secondly, I'm furious that you think that Don't Stop Believing is a ballad. Carrying... Alright. James O'Donoghue. Someone likes music. That's a power ballad. Ugh, cripes. Okay, fine. Looks like we should stop believing in your ability to win this round. However, you got one right, so you still won 66 points, which means that you are currently, David, on fucking, get this, (laughs) 215 points, you muppet. (laughs) James nearly keeps saying the C word. Hooray! Woo! Round five. Uh, James, it falls to me to ask you this incredibly inventive round. Round five. How are you? I'm very good, David. I've been a busy, busy boy this week. Yeah. Uh, it's been a fun one, uh, and it's also been horrible. Uh, but. The main thing that happened this week was I did a gig, very happy mm. with a gig. It was mm. Troy Club, which is a lovely gig in Tufnell Park, run by Andrew O'Neill. 
The headliner was Tony Law. Uh, I opened, and I'm always nervous about opening. Smashed it. Very good. Great. Uh, had some friends in the audience. They had a good time. I was having a lovely time. Had some drinky poos afterwards. It was very nice. I've turned it to Sir Keir Starmer throughout the day. It was good. And then heading back from the tube, I needed a wee. Uh, so I ducked down an alley to have a cheeky wee. Uh, didn't see a drop curve. And I fell over and twisted my ankle. <gasps> and is this why you asked me about my ankle earlier? I did, yeah. This is oh, how okay. I asked about your ankle. So, David, have you ever fell over in your own piss <laughs> this has conjured up two things for me in my brain both of which will need bleeping and then I'll answer your question number one comedian <laughs> told me on Friday that uh, they have particular tube stops they know they can get out on uh, and find a dark corner and vomit and then get back on the tube when they're really really hammered I need number to know these two, stops. Yeah. Number two, uh, j- when they went on their long walk tour to thing, uh, needed to do a shit in a hedge. So went to go do a shit in a hedge. When they stood up to wipe, they realised that they <laughs> shat on a snake. <laughs> <laughs> In the panic, uh, they got a stick and just flung <laughs> the snake. Flung <laughs> the shit snake away. Which, in terms of like, oh, that's what I've got. For if that snake eight. didn't die, then it's very. If it did die, its very last moments was being shat on and then flung. <laughs> There's sometimes some things happen to animals, and I think, how did they? How do they compute that? But there's a story about a man who, uh, one of the early hot air balloonists in Bristol, uh, took a cat up with him and threw the cat out and the cat had a parachute and the cat landed and another family adopted the cat. Um, which begs the question, what the fuck did that cat think happened? Because that yeah, cat that... does not understand that I've gone from one side of Bristol to the other. Mm. To that cat, all that means is, oh, I am reborn. It also begs the question, why hasn't that been turned into a TV show or a film? Like, Parachute Cat needs to be a thing. Parachute Stop making Marvel great. movies. Start making Parachute Cat. That's the platform we I now, stand on. We now cut to Bob Iger at Disney headquarters. <laughs> going, Shut this all down! I got an idea! Um, I... Bye-bye! Or as we say, <laughs> me! <laughs> um... <laughs> I have had misfortunes involving bodily fluids before. I don't know if I've ever fallen over in my own piss. I can imagine it to be unpleasant. It's deeply unpleasant. Is it quite humiliating? Uh, It's not really humiliating. There's a sense of betrayal. (laughs) On the behalf of your piss? (laughs) On behalf of, oh, I thought we were friends. I was leaving you. To go off, be free. You clearly I wanted feel, to leave. I feel like in uh, Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, yeah. uh, when Ewan McGregor, as Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. uh, is watching a holocron footage of Anakin killing younglings, and Ewan McGregor can't stop laughing, and they use a take, which is him clearly laughing. It's great if you've not seen that. 
It's brilliant. Oh, really? He's, he's really having a giggle because it's really because he has to say the word younglings, and that's funny. But <laughs> um, we can pause this for you to watch it right now. Not the whole film, but uh, yeah, I feel like that. The level of betrayal. I thought we Ooh. were friends here, me and Piss. Yeah. But now I'll, I'll it's on my it on knees. My Which is your favourite Star Wars movie? Probably the video game Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh. But if we can get get away from the controversy town, probably uh, Empire Strikes Back because it is the only good one. I have seen all nine. Mm. That's the only competent bit of cinema. And then David watched all three prequel films from beginning to end, in the middle of the podcast recording, in order to understand James's most hilarious reference. It's me. I'm back again. Do you want more robot voice stuff? Ah 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 ah. Oh oh oh. oh. A a a a. Hey Macarena. That's pretty good that you and Gregor can't stop laughing. I have now seen the clip. Hooray! Hooray! Um, my favourite is Empire Strikes Back, but I do like the first one as well, and I enjoy aspects of the others, and I've seen them all. I've seen all the main series stuff. I can't be doing with Rogue One or Han Solo movie. Give me numeraled Star Wars films, please, and I will laugh at them and say this is bad. There we go, folks. Star Wars <laughs> is bad. Star Trek is also bad, but it's good. There's bits of it that are good. There are bits of Star Trek that are good across many different weird facets. And then, like, there are bits of Star Wars that are good at the beginning. And then it just becomes a weird thing where they're like... You know that thing that's mysterious and cool? Well, let's make it not mysterious and remove its coolness. Hooray! Hooray. That's always fun. I like... Uh, I like... Every now and then, there'll be a, a cool new horror thing that lands on Netflix, like uh, The Haunting of Hill House or the other one that was basically the same thing. And then you'll be like, oh, it's so spooky. And then they'll go, well, here's... What makes it really spooky? Explanations. And you're like, <laughs> fuck you. It's the same with the Conjuring films. Have you seen The Conjuring 2? The Enfield Poltergeist. I saw that in a cinema in Enfield. Number one, there's a point where someone drives from Barleburn to Enfield. It takes them five minutes. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. In what world does that happen? <laughs> that's, that sounds spooky because that couldn't happen. Uh, he's uh, terrified at that. <laughs> It was what was quite funny was I was like uh, this real hard nut sat next to me at the cinema mm. and I said, "Dad, you're embarrassing me." No, there's this bloke uh, in, a, in a tracksuit, a cap pulled down over his eyes, mm-hmm. and uh, he got too spooked and he threw his popcorn everywhere and ran away. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but there's a bit at the end of that where they go, "Oh no, the real ghost isn't." The Enfield ghost, it's this American demon. I sat there going, excuse me, no, we don't need any fucking help with the Yanks with our ghosts. <laughs> I think you'll find we got more ghosts than you do, all right? Because we've killed more people globally at the moment. Keep it light. Keep it light. Please. 
Uh, Please. James, at the end of that round, having fallen in your own piss, I do think that you deserve 600 points. Whoa! Congratulations. David. Yeah. It's time for my round now. Is this enough? That's me on my toboggan. That's me with my Bible. Losing my religion. Round six. Round six. No, 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 no. How are you? Doing okay. Doing all right. I'm quite tired. I've had a lot on. I went to a stag do on the weekend. It turns out that even without being there for the entire stag do, because I had a gig on Friday, I did a PTA gig, um, PTA fundraising gig, I should say. It wasn't just to the board. Uh, so it was like all the all the parents and stuff. And that went well. But then I missed the Friday of the stag do. And I arrived just after they'd done co-steering, which is basically lobbing yourself off of cliffs into the sea. And they were like, oh, it's so great. It's a shame you couldn't be there for that. And I'm like, yes. I don't want to jump in the sea. Thank you. Um, but I had a fun time. It was good to see a bunch of people. Uh, and I stood in a nightclub having been doing some drinking with two of my friends from school because the wedding we're going to this weekend is our friend from school marrying my girlfriend's friend from uni. Uh, and uh, so it was mostly people that went to uni together and then us three who all went to school together. That's and nice. they all, yeah, it's nice. And they all basically were like going, having it large, and being in the club and dancing. And we were like, after about the tenth song in a row that I just didn't know, and I was like, oh, I'm old now. I don't even know what the songs in the charts are or the songs yeah. that they're playing clubs. I didn't know a single one. And I turned to my two friends who were looking there, very awkward. And I went, when you want to go, I'm right behind you. And they went. 10 minutes let's go and so we left the club went back to the site that had a hot tub and just lay in the hot tub under the stars and caught up and it was very nice Aww. but I had drunk quite a lot we, we played mini golf with this stag dressed up as an inflatable dinosaur and then we were all dressed up as cavemen uh, and at the mini golf place they had uh, uh, slush puppies which I thought would be good to put rum in and everyone was like you're a fucking genius and that felt nice that was good quite validating and delicious way to get drunk Wee. but uh yeah just tired i'm getting tireder as a man just getting tireder i went for a run today just to try and, and like i've been eating lots of vegetables this week just trying to reinvigorate my system but i've got a wedding this weekend and a wedding next weekend so he's getting married twice <laughs> i hope the other one doesn't find out <laughs> Um, when you said that it was uh, a friend of yours from school getting married, yeah. my brain misunderstood that as your friend is getting married in a school. Yeah, that's a good way get, of your brain to misinterpret They're getting married at school and everyone's going to act like they're, they're students. And I you're going to turn up and their head went... teachers that are going to be there going, You'd better get to your wedding, boy! <laughs> Uh, this is a the ramblings of a person who has clearly had lots of uh, I'm back at school nightmares, just like me. Yeah, lots of them. Uh, yeah. And now uh, I get I'm back at a very high stress drama school nightmare. Oh wow! Good. 
That's fucking sick. It's great when um when in your dream someone's going, "Have you learnt Hamlet?" and you go, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> Could you technically in your dream do a Midsummer Night's Dream, which is like a dream within dreams? Yeah. That's what the film Inception is. That was the first <laughs> draft of Inception. Have you learned the part of bottom? No, Leonardo oh, DiCaprio, no! I haven't. <laughs> um, that's my impression of all hands in the films. Um, all this next round is all hands on deck. All hands on Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's a good name for a round. Why did I not think of that? Uh, it's, it's, it's still available. It's not been used up. Hey, if you're listening at home and you heard that, no, you didn't. No, you fucking didn't. We <laughs> just gone full far show. You ain't seen me. Um, so yes, I'm tired and I'm busy, uh, but uh, I'm doing things that I want to do. It's just there's not enough hours in the day. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, uh, as long so, as it's fine it's fine it's definitely good I feel like it's just like I've, I, there's nothing particular that I'm doing at the moment that I'm like for fuck's sake but it's just each thing takes a lot of effort <laughs> yes and time I, yeah I, I'm in a flat that's quite cluttered and it, it's it's lovely it's nice to have uh, my own place but I keep bumping into stuff and it's making me more angry than it than it deserves to uh, to the extent where I moderate I moderately brushed my arm against uh, the side of a wardrobe and I yelled I hate this I didn't hear what you said because we lost connection for a second you froze but oh. that's fine but it'll be in the edit so hopefully there we go know, let me go ha 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 yes that's good good content <laughs> um so yes, that's my that's how I'm doing. There we go. Well, David, that was wonderful. And at the end of that, I'm going to give you a case of the hives. No, I'm going to give you 999 points, oh, which wow. brings you up to 1,214 points. So you're in the lead. Mm. I also didn't get to say you gave me the hives. Hate to say I told you so. Hooray! Whoa! That's on my running playlist. Mm. Have you also got Idiot Walk on there as well? That would be good for no. running playlist. That's oh, that song. is good for running. There you go. See the Idiot Walk. Amazing. Well, thank you very much, James. Round seven. James, round seven is called Girl. I love the way you work it. And if you let me... I'm going to flip reverse it. I've reversed audio of myself saying three words. You just need to tell me what you think I said. East I Twin peaked you, us. I have. I will give you 300 points per word you get. Because right. you may get some of the words. There's a potential of 900 points per question. So, question number one. What do you think I am saying in reverse here? What do you think I'm saying backwards there? <laughs> Luckily, James is starting to do what I'd hoped that they'd do, which is try and work it out by acting it out. Tell your thoughts to the class. 
above C, not in smug Z, yeah, above. <laughs> James is either trying to work it out or having a stroke. I can't C. quite work it out. Would you like to hear it one more time? Yes. Smoke CBL's up Bielbov. So Vob. Bobbly Bobbly Bob. Bobbly Bobbly Bob. I'm going for Bobbly Bobbly Bob, David. All in. Cash my chips. Put salt and vinegar on the mind and none of that <sighs> curry sauce. I like curry sauce. Um, I'm sorry you're wrong. The correct answer was, of course... The Blazing Squad. Ah, no! <laughs> no! Like you were getting really close to it. And I was like, ooh. But if you say the Blazing Squad backwards, their infernal master will rise from the ground and offer you some sweet hashish. <laughs> oh, boy! What's that I can see out the window? It's Biel's above himself, or as he's colloquially known, his gang name in the Blazing Squad, Bobbly Bobbly Bob. Question number two. <laughs> what have I said in reverse here? All right, so that ends with James. It's like James is a swat or something. It's three words. James is cool. Let's go with James is cool. I will give you 600 points for that. You were Holy very, very, flips. very close. The actual answer was... James is stupid. No, no. That's not cool at all. But that's pretty good. So that's 600 points there. Uh, for 600 big two. ones. I'm really proud of you. Question number three. What have I reversed? Again, it ends... It I'm really ends impressed how quickly you heard and you were like, that's James in the first one. So the fact that you recognised it again in this one. What have you? James. James. Um, James Firm. Oh, here we go. What's your guest? James's firm buns. <laughs> James's firm's bums. Okay. James's uh, firm's bums. <laughs> Hello, we're from James and Proctor and Buns. I'm going to give you 300 points because you recognise James. The correct answer there was, of course, James votes Lib Dem. Oh, no! <laughs> no! That's awful! How could you bloody say that? I tell don't you tell what. Nish. Don't tell Nish. Don't tell Nish. He's expecting me for his Gramsci and Lenin reading ceremony this evening. <laughs> and really the big game's tomorrow! <laughs> Be so upset with you if he found out that you was. Uh, I can't uh, believe it, he'd voting. say. Yeah. Your final question this round, which you've done very well. I was thinking you may have not do so well, but you've done very well. I, I can hear your... my own name like a dog. Like a you... dog, David. Mm. 
uh, in black and white. Here's number four. Well, that's clearly... That's clearly... Which is oh. the sound I make with your mum. Great. Okay. Let's see if you're correct. The correct answer is... <laughs> James is dancing now. Uh, let the correct answer is, of course... Uh, which uh, is correct. I didn't realise that what you said to my mum, we translated it, that was actually Pingu. What Pingu said was... Pingu's had James some. Shag's penguins. Ah, oh, no, it's bloody true. I tell you what, mate. Not allowed in Chester Zoo. <laughs> Heavily implying that my mum is a penguin. At the end of nope, that nope. round. <laughs> what do I give you? You got it right, I guess. 900 points. Cool. That puts you on 2,850 points. There's all to play for. Round down. Final hey. round here. Final ahead, round. James. David, I can't believe it. Again, I've had to pull out. I just asked your mum about that, right? <laughs> hey. She's very Catholic. David, I've had to not do this round because. I've had to go and be involved in an exciting business opportunity that a friend of, of mine from school's reached out. So I'm going to get involved on the ground selling some products. Mm. So, David, while I'm off to visit Triangle Selling Limited, I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of my good friend, Paul Review, the world's leading psychic medium and legitimate business owner. <laughs> oh, we'll see you in a bit, James. Goodbye. Oh, hi, Paul. How's it going? Hello. I'm Paul Review. Nice to see you. What's your name? David. I thought so. <laughs> David, I am a medium. I am connected with the other side, and I can communicate with the deceased. As well as that, I am a director of an entirely legitimate business venture called Business Management Consultancy Business Limited. <laughs> we, we operate out of a shipping container in Wapping, and that's all you need to know, my matey boy, Sunshine. <laughs> Sun, I'm your dad. <laughs> so, David... Yeah. I'm going to ask you some questions from the dead slags. I mean, dearly departed. And you're <laughs> going to answer them nice and easy, all right? <laughs> comprende? I do comprende, yes. I knew you'd said that. Because <laughs> I'm a psychic. Now, David, what colour? Well, Winston Churchill's socks that he used to wear on his little feety feet. What colour were his socks, David? I imagine Winston Churchill to wear, like, like either bright red or, like, a maroon. A maroon sock, you reckon? A maroon sock, yes. Be very good for the uh, Blitz, wouldn't it? You could be up to your ankles in blood. Mm. You wouldn't know it. <laughs> I, you just wouldn't know it. So, let's find out. You and I together. <laughs> Lights, light a candle, David. Light a candle and sing the ancient words. 
Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the weight of somebody. I want to dance with somebody. Somebody that's dead. <laughs> oh, we're making contact, David. We're making. Is that you, Winston? Is it? I. Well, yeah. Yeah. Socks are cyan. The cyan socks. <laughs> Made from the shiniest silk. Spun from the finest spider. Who I fed like a king. Like a king, David. It's me, Winston Churchill. I'm afraid you didn't win any points. However, would you like to ask me a question, David? Any question you want for me, Winston Churchill. What's your favourite brand of cigar, Winston? David, did you know that my favourite brand of cigar was Aldi own brand? (laughs) Bye-bye. Or as we say in the afterlife, Boo-bye. <laughs> oh, God, blimey. I'll tell you what, David. Yeah? The thing about being dead yeah. is it's nothing. It's like being in Brussels. <laughs> Did you know when I tried to light the candle there that I got an actual lighter out and I tried to light it and I nearly set my pop shield on fire? Carry on. David, that's very silly. <laughs> Look, we got no sign for silliness in my line of work. You know where silliness gets you? In a pair of concrete dance shoes. <laughs> ah, David. Yeah? Question number two. Oh, by the way, do you know how many po- points these are all worth? I don't know. 666 points Ooh. each. Spooky not to be confused with spooky E numbers Mm. such as vitamin boo (laughs) David (laughs) how many nipples did Sir Bruce Forsyth have Ah. (laughs) it would be nice to see them to see them nice um, I appreciate I... that, David. I really do. It's exactly my type of humour. <laughs> I think Bruce Forsyth has two nipples. Two nipples. Well, 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 well. Shall we see if we can find out? Yep. Brucey! Here's a Brucey bonus. Bit of life. <sighs> No, no, keep, keep dancing, keep dancing, dance for him, <laughs> dance for the Lord of Misrule, dance while the fires lap at your feet, dance. <laughs> oh, blimey. I can confirm from my contact with the deceased that he has six nipples like a <laughs> fucking pig. <laughs> David. Yeah. I've helped a lot of people come into contact with the dead. Mm-hmm. Some people will say that I'm sensitive like that. Other people say that I'm a violent menace. <laughs> what would you say, David? <laughs> Choose wisely, will you, boy? I think that as long as you're only asking them quiz-based questions and you're not using it to further your own evil gain, that's probably fine. 
It's the correct answer. <laughs> ah, yeah. Here's the last question for you, David. Yeah. Where the fuck is Johnny Six Fingers? <laughs> Where is he? Where the fuck has he gone to? That Muppet, what's he got involved in there? Uh, the obvious joke here would be Norwich, although that might be where where he comes from. But I don't believe in that. Oh, sort that's of very stuff. funny, David. <laughs> uh, that's very funny. In I fact, just... I might give you the points for that alone. Wonderful. Um, Bruges, Brussels, are they Brussels. the same place? Brussels. You reckon Johnny Six Fingers in Brussels? I do. Yeah. Well, let's find out. <laughs> Johnny boy! <laughs> yep! Where are you? Is that you, John? John? Where are you, son? Where are you? Speak to me. Make contact, John. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> He's in the fucking drink, isn't he? Well, I told him to keep out his Seth Shields. <laughs> well, David, we're at the end of that round. I'm afraid you scored no points. Oh, damn it. However, yep. I am rather impressed in your abilities. You should join me here at whatever this character's name's Lovely Academy for speaking with the fucking dead. <laughs> Who am I again? Paul Review. Paul Review's Academy for speaking with the dead. <laughs> you should also join me here at Business Management Consulted Business Limited, PLC. You know what they say about Business Management Business Consultants Limited, PLC? can't be traced well David <laughs> as we say in the uh, criminal underworld as well as the actual underworld bye 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 girl <laughs> 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 like that fucking Disney slag <laughs> good boy oh James you just missed oh, Paul it... Review oh fuck Paul Review I've how's just your scammed. business going yeah, no, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> don't want to talk. I I owe someone a lot of Herbalife, mm. uh, which is the sponsor for this week's episode of Is This Enough? For legal reasons, we're not sponsored by Herbalife. For legal reasons, Herbalife does not exist. For legal reasons, Herbalife may exist. Uh, however, for moral reasons, we'll cut that there. Yeah, for legal reasons, KFC isn't used making 13 secret Herbalife spices. <laughs> for legal reasons, um, what you shouldn't do with Herbalife is, uh, if you get involved with selling it, is message your friend who's just uh, going through a bereavement, which is how I found out about Herbalife. <laughs> uh, cool. Cool. So if you're listening to this, my friend Robbie from school... Sort it out, you mad <laughs> bastard. Uh, uh, I, so I heard from my good friend that you didn't win any points for that. No. However, the spookiest thing of all is losing. So I'm going to give you 
666 points anyway. Aww, that's so there we nice go. Of you. That gets you up to David pity points. Always getting pity. Points. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Puts me well, on. you're at one thousand eight hundred eighty points. Mm. Oh, there we go. Let me put that into the big machine. <laughs> so, David, at the end of that episode, yeah, you are uh, just under a thousand points behind. Do you think you can turn it around as we play our last round, which is a surprise? It is, of course. Don't you forget about meat. David, I became vegan nearly two years ago. Describe meat to me! Oh, uh, okay. Is this a surprise round? It's a surprise round. Um, uh, uh, describe meat to you. It's flesh. Chicken, what's that like? <laughs> Chicken is uh, kind of like white or brown uh, substance that's kind of fleshy and uh, it's got like some substance to it. It tastes good in a pot noodle with mushrooms and, and noodles. Um, Correct! Great. David, describe yeah. beef! Describe it! Beef is what happens when you fall out with somebody on Twitter and it goes very well with kidneys yes, and pie Yes, you're and getting it! Correct! Describe pork! Describe it to the queue. Describe pork. <laughs> pork uh, is quite good. It's good. If yes, you... correct. <laughs> David, last one to double all the points that you just won in that round. David, describe prawn. Prawn is, uh, it's fun to open and then they're quite nice to eat. Yes, Correct! David, you won all of those! You won three points and then doubled that three! You've won six points. David, you're still very much behind. <laughs> I so tried I'm so hard. And got so far. But in the end... Describing meat matter. didn't even matter. <laughs> there we go. So at the end of that, David, I am today's winner. So... I'm off down to my local NHS vaccination centre. <laughs> Goodbye. But before I go, it's time for the audience round. Audience round. But before I go, it's time to plug the shit out of all of our stuff. <laughs> all of our stuff. All of if our you've stuff. enjoyed the show, why not follow us at Is This Enough Pod on Instagram and Facebook? David, where the fuck can people find you? You should try and find us on Twitter and TikTok as well if you didn't you want to You should expertise. find us on all of that as well. You can follow we me are... at... What we we are that? on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and and your dad's house. We're at your dad's house. <laughs> and your father's house has many rooms. Thanks for listening, Jesus. Thanks, Jesus. Uh, you can find me at David Hall, LOL, uh, on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Twitch. I stream Mondays to Fridays from 10.30 a.m. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, I've just released a new ambient album called Formless Thoughts. You can check that out under the name Branching Audio. I have, and it's very good. Thank you very much. I'm releasing it on Friday, but this will be in the future. Um, it's good. So, um, and you can also check out my musical comedy albums on your chosen streaming platform of choice. James, where can we find you? 
You can find me at is that uh, is that James O is underscore that underscore James underscore O on Insta and Twitter, uh, and you can also find me on TikTok where I'm let the James begin. Uh, Alright, f- fold in to the other stuff. So here we go, and it's very fun. Very fun time. Everyone enjoy. Yeah. So David, the audience round this week. Oh no. So the audience round from last week, I asked, true or false, I broke my nose at a theatre because fake blood made me feel all wobbly. Is that true or false? Well, I'll tell you what, it's true. As a quick glimpse at my headshots will reveal, because my nose is on a fucking wonk. Oh no. Yeah. Some angles, what a perfectly straight nose. Other angles, whoa, who fed Adrian Brody? <laughs> but the audience round for this week, of course, is which one of the rounds that I made from this episode of Is This Enough was made while I was drunk last night? <laughs> Email in at uh, is this enough podcasting at gmail.com. Can we get a list of the options again? Of course. So this round, this episode, we had columnist or a load of piss. Uh, could I put my MA into good use, please, with songs I've turned into different genres of theatre, maybe, if that is okay? Uh, how are you, of course? Um, and the guest round with Paul Review, the world's leading psychic medium and legitimate business owner. And bonus round, does, uh, don't you forget about meat. Mm. So I'm, I'm those, hoping it's the how are you round. It was loose enough to be. I'd say you are looser than my stools after a night on the town. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Is This Enough? Thank you very much for joining us. Remember to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review because we've given you some fun memories. And as Hooray! you're lying on your deathbed looking back, I hope that you remember your old pals, James and David, as <laughs> we say, Is This Enough? David, was it enough? I think this was definitely enough. Did you feel like ah, it was that's enough? That's good to know. David, I think this was just enough. Correct. And then some. So, mm. as we say on the podcast, thank you for joining us. That's a wrap. I'm off for a crap. Bob Iger. Bob Iger. <laughs> David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live, they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney. Also, you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube, starting with mini-episode 4.